0: Hey hate when people say this to me. That's my spiritual pet peeve.
1: There are seasons in life and every season does not look the same. welcome welcome ladies and gentlemen
0: welcome everybody
1: another episode welcome to the club last week i was corrected welcome to the club
0: the latest club in town period okay per i was expecting the period (laughs) i was like i know she ain't gonna leave me hanging
1: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not absolutely not but welcome everybody welcome to the club welcome to today's episode um we're your hosts joanna and tracy yeah how are you doing today trey i'm actually doing really good thank you so
0: much for asking for being so concerned about me i'm actually doing so good um it's been a great, great week, great day. And yeah, how are you also doing,
1: Joanna Quao? Oh, that's amazing. I'm happy to hear you're good. And it was a great, what, week day, He said? Great week, great day. Week, okay. That's amazing. I'm doing pretty well myself, Tracy. Thanks for asking as well. I think I'm more in a spirit of gratitude i kind of heard two consecutive devastating news from my sister (laughs) in the past two days i think oh no yeah but i'm actually very grateful to god for like his provision and his guidance and protection because he actually though the news was devastating Like, God showed that he was present, and he protected her from things that could have been not so great news. So, yeah, I'm really grateful.
0: That's so cute. I hope she's doing good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, God's grace, you know? Right. His grace is sufficient. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, today, Tracy, I thought about something. I wanted to know I wanted to ask you that what is a song or two maximum three <laughs> that has resonated in your heart this week and why and why yep well, that's actually a group all right so
0: my favorite song for the week because it's really hard for me to choose songs as I have said before I really love music I love listening to music so it's really hard for me to choose a favorite or two or three but then i have a cut off for this week so i'm gonna choose three max probably let's see maybe i can aim for it too but the first one is gonna be comedian i don't know if you've heard it before by who it was sung by stephanie great grades grades grades
1: oh i probably know it it sounds like a song i might know yeah right but that name, though, it's a really hard one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Great singer. Yeah, I'm not even going to try it. But yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not trying to give her name. I'm sorry, Stephanie. I love your music.
1: Right. But
0: your name is a little bit too difficult for me to pronounce at the moment. I need to see it in front of me to be able to say it. So. And the second song is going to be Make Room by Kim Walker. Oh, I love that. I love that song so much. Yeah, and yeah, I'm gonna keep it at two. It's fine. Let's let's keep it pushing. Okay,
1: <laughs> we love that. What is your why, though? Why do you choose these
0: songs? I think I chose these songs because it is a good descriptor of my relationship with Jesus Christ.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So communion, for example talks about how he is closer, closer than a friend, and she loves to be in communion with him. She loves to be in the garden with him, just him and her, and they just talk and worship. Mm -hmm. And make room also talks about how she's going to make space in her life for her creator no matter what happens. It's her and God and it's no one else. So I know they are a great descriptor of my relationship with Jesus Christ. Most of the songs that I tend to lean towards
1: are songs that I really more to, to, so yeah. That's amazing. I feel like even the second part of what you said for Make Room kind of ties in perfectly with this episode and what we're gonna be talking about, so I love that. Interesting oh yeah okay so for me do you want to know my no you didn't ask me i'm not first (laughs) rude someone else wants to know so for me (laughs) the two that i'm gonna be going with for this week will be i need thee every hour and that is heather Headley's version okay i absolutely love Her vocals is just great how she sings it. And it makes me love the song even more. And the second one would be Your Majesty by Dante Bowie. Dante Bowie. I was planning on not butchering his name. I hope I didn't. And Flavor. And um, why I chose these two, I think this week, I've been leaning more towards God's presence, and just craving more of that. And so when I burst out into music, I just find myself singing like, God, I need you. I need you every hour. I need I you need every me. minute. The I need thee Come through with the vocals. Every
0: hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my savior, I come to me.
1: Oh, beautiful. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you for helping me with that. Like, honestly, that song really shows how insufficient I am and how much I need God to literally live you know and so when i find myself slipping off or just being overwhelmed and a whole lot is just going on that's my go to like god i need you so yeah that's why i went for those two it's funny
0: how you said when you find yourself slipping and going off it is basically a call to your creator
1: Mm -hmm. right
0: we're having, I don't know if you remember, we're having a discussion yesterday and I said, should I say the true reality of it all is the fact that we don't own our lives, Yeah. but but we own our lives, but we don't own our lives. I don't know if that makes sense. You, you have to be there to understand what I'm trying to say.
1: Exactly.
0: I'm trying to explain in best terms, but we don't own our lives but
1: we own want right. our lives but we don't right 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 no that's true i actually remember that conversation it was very wholesome i loved it and i love like the connection you're making that's absolutely true so yeah trey do you want to lead us in prayer today
0: no no i do not i actually want to keep my position as housekeeper i do not want to lead in prayer But since you asked nicely at the beginning of the podcast before we even started recording, I'm going to give you the go ahead just for this week and this week only for you to do housekeeping. Just for this week and this week only. Gotcha. You better do a good job at it too. Thank you. Shall we pray? I'm salty, but... We can tell. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the gift of life, for the privilege of worship and communion. Because your word does say, where two or three are gathered in your name, you are present. So we know you are present with us today as we discuss the details of life. Lord Jesus, we pray right now that you give us knowledge, you give us wisdom to be able to dissect and understand whatever it is that we are going to discuss and you speak through us and you connect with your listeners through us, use us as vessels and use us as speakers. And we know it is not us and it's all you. So let your
1: will be done
0: on earth. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen, that was an excellent prayer. I must say, I do love it when you
0: pray. Girl, don't try to butter me up because you wanna take my position. No, nah, I'm
1: not, no, but for real, I do love it when you pray beautiful thank you thank you Tracy for ushering us into the realm I'm still salty oh holy spirit touch her heart please and thank you amen we are moving on so things are a little out of order as you guys may already have noticed I'm gonna be giving housekeeping today okay so we have some fantastic news to share today We've expanded, okay? We've expanded our podcast community, and now you can catch us not only on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but also on Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. So, if you were vibing with the previous platforms, no worries. We've got you covered with even more options now. No excuses, guys. No excuses. And all you need to do is search for us on these streaming platforms and dive into each episode. And hey, we are counting on you to spread the word. Please share the podcast far and wide with your friends and family who could use some inspiration and wisdom. Your support means the absolute world to us. Okay, please. And honestly, you just talking about it, it helps us reach even more people. Also, don't forget to join the conversation on Instagram and Twitter at Club31Pod. Because we're giving you guys great content and you don't want to miss it. Instagram just got up and running this week and we came full force. And I know someone so Someone is salty about it, but Instagram, you guys have shown so much love, and that's amazing. We love hearing from you, so drop us a comment and slide into our DMs anytime, okay? Your feedback and your comments, they absolutely make our day. Thank you for being part of the community.
0: And may I just add, I don't know I'm not doing housekeeping, but please, please please make sure to follow us on Twitter. It is a competition and at this point Joanna is winning and I'm losing and I cannot. I have I have never lost. I don't know how that feels. Oh. So please please don't make me a loser. Let's get Twitter up so that I can win because losing is
1: not ill. While my faithful Instagram followers and listeners, Please let's continue to share and follow, and interact with the Instagram content. Okay, I just got to know it was a competition, and let the games begin. So thank you guys. <laughs> Y'all don't do me dirty. Thank you guys, and remember that sharing is caring. So please, please, please share the pot. Okay. Yeah. So. Without further ado, let's get into today's topic, balance. Tracy, balance is something that I have grappled with. I look at a lot of people and how they're able to juggle so many roles, but still keep their spiritual lives intact, honestly, it's admirable, but for me... I found that finding that balance between my hectic life and my relationship with God has been a real challenge. I mean, you remember like two weeks ago, I was talking to you about this. Like I was literally breaking down. I was going through it, right? And then honestly, in my opinion, if there was a skill to kind of measure, <laughs> if there was a skill to measure the level of overwhelmingness I don't know if that's a word. Is that a word? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. So if there was a scale to actually measure that level of overwhelmingness, I'm sure I would have broken that scale because, oh my gosh, it was that bad. But I've recently started to make some progress and make some changes with how I deal with balance in my life without losing my relationship with god so i'm curious how are you able to manage all of the things that you've got going on and what does balance look like for you and finally can you give me some me and everyone else listening of course some insight into your journey so far when it comes to balance
0: sure i can i can do just that Balance for me, so I've not always had a good grasp on balance, I should say. Mm -hmm. I have stated this before, and so everyone who's listening probably is familiar with this, but I am the type of person that is super nonchalant. I am a go-with-the-flow type of person, a free spirit. Yeah. So I didn't really have my life planned as it should have because I didn't believe in planning all my life. So I used to freely in life. Like just go with it. Just go with it. It's gonna get it's gonna get better. Is is it's gonna be fine. And it is fine all the time. Except it made me a procrastinator in the process. Because I didn't have to have everything Scheduled and I was still attaining the goals that I wanted to attain. So it was working, it it was working for me. I will wait till the last minute and get something done, and I will still get it done, but I wasn't getting it done on time maybe on time, but like at the last hour. Yeah, and that was how I was living my life for the longest. For the longest, that's how I was living my life until I realized that I had a procrastinating problem. I used to bug my family out that I will wait till the end before I get stuff done. Because mm-hmm. my mom is a category A person and I'm a category B person. So a category A person is someone who plans their life, has everything scheduled, they detail it, how everything is supposed to go. And a category B person is me. I am the complete opposite of that. Or I was the complete opposite of that. So I wouldn't have my life planned. I wouldn't have my life scheduled when i wake up then i i figure out okay so now i think i want to study for today or mm, okay i'm feeling like doing this for today instead of having it scheduled Mm. so i realized i had a procrastinating problem and i decided to fix it and i decided to work on it so and it's this is going to be it's it's not necessarily going off of the tangent it's closely associated with it but it's still a side bar side note a side thought i had a i was talking to a friend during my freshman year of college and she told me that she had a word for me so i was like what's the word she goes the holy spirit wants to use you but he needs you to fix your, I feel like, before I'm going to do something character that you have. You know, I was nodding my head. I was like, yeah, I understand. I'm going to work on it. But in my heart, in my head, I know myself, and I know I was not going to work on anything. As she was telling me, as she, as she was saying it, and she was telling me that the Holy Spirit wants you to work on your, I feel like it, before I do it, type of thing. I was like, bruh the Holy Spirit is going to get what he has. So this is what he has. And that's what he's getting. I'm not changing it. (laughs) But you know, the funny thing with God is that he knows that this is what I want here to fix. Mm -hmm. Right. So then he puts it in place for you to fix it, to have you fix it. So yes, freshman year college, I was like, heck no i'm not doing any changing this is what you're getting this is what everybody's gonna get but guess what four years down the lane what
1: happens? (laughs) you come right back to it
0: full circle moment i'm right back to the the point of and now i'm changing it i and i so your question was how is balance for me how am i getting everything like balance so to answer your question, I know I went down a long-winded story, but to bring everything right back to the center
1: and tie with the bow. I see what you did there. You
0: know, she's smart.
1: I love a smart woman.
0: <laughs> I just plan. That's all I do. I plan.
1: Great. Thank you, thank you, Tracy. It's actually really interesting what you mentioned about how your friend told you this in freshman year in four years it took you four years to actually heed to the voice of god you know and i think it's my mentor who said this that if you're in a class for something like in god's class for something and you keep failing a test you're never going to be promoted you will go back and have to retake the class until you actually pass it. And it's so funny because after a year, you didn't change two years. You didn't change three, four. <laughs> and after the fourth year is when he said, okay, it's time now. I want to switch this up.
0: And it's so funny because it took an event for me to realize that I have a procrastinating problem. Mm-hmm. So. I knew I had a procrastinating problem. Don't get me wrong. I knew I had that problem yeah. from four years ago, five years ago. My mom used to say to me all the time. So I knew I had the problem. Now the question was, was it bothering me? No, it didn't bother me because I was still getting stuff done. So I wasn't bothered by it. I was like, okay, it's okay. It It's a procrastination problem. I didn't see it as a problem is what I should say. Like, I thought it was, it was a strength. To be very honest, I honestly convinced myself that it was a strength, not a
1: weakness. That is hilarious. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. One man's meets. <laughs>
0: it's another man's voice.
1: Like, perspective is so, it's so important. Like, someone is saying, this girl has a problem, like. You need to stop, and she's like, I ain't got no problem. I'm Gucci, it's my superpower,
0: exactly. Like, how many people you know go and get the work done right before time and get it done well, too?
1: Exactly, nah, that's funny. That's funny, and I like how you rightly mentioned that like procrastination is something that disrupts balance. Oh, I also really appreciate you sharing your journey I didn't think you actually went off a tangent you actually answered the question because I told you to give us a little bit of insight to your journey so yeah thanks for that for me interesting thing is I have always been like a planner Tracy said is with a category a person right right yeah yeah I've always been that type of person before I would actually get something done, I wanna absolutely have a plan going into it. And it's so interesting because Tracy and I clearly are opposites when it comes to that. And it always used to get on her nerves sometimes when I'm like, but I can't move if I don't have a plan. And I'm also like, why don't you also have a plan? Like, I want you, (laughs) like you should have a plan so we know what we're doing, you know? But two weeks ago, as I mentioned, I really, just hit a wall with everything. I just felt very overwhelmed and my planning, everything was just not working. And I had to, you know, re-strategize, get the balance back in check. So clearly, the stuff that I've learned are very fresh, but I think it's worth sharing because over the last two weeks, it's been really helpful, these things that I picked up along the way. One of the biggest things that I learned is being occupied or busy, quote unquote, is not the same thing as being productive. Just because you are constantly engaged in tasks doesn't mean that you're actually accomplishing anything or any valuable work, right? So I would wake up and have my plan and say I want to do so and so and so and so but by the end of the day I've not checked off a lot of things but if someone was to ask me I'll tell them my day was busy like I had a real busy day but I didn't actually accomplish anything I wasn't productive and that that is what spiraled me into be getting overwhelmed another thing is I realized that as I mentioned earlier I was struggling to balance this whole thing of okay my life, which entails, you know, my school, my professional life, my family, my relationships, just everything with my spiritual life. And being able to juggle both of them for me was really hard. But one thing that I came to realize is that my spiritual life is not apart from my Maybe I'll classify all of those other things as my social life. First of all, my relationship with God is who I am. And so I don't have to necessarily struggle with growing in that aspect. I thought about it this way. When I wake up in the morning, one of the first things I'll do is lay my bed, go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, and take a shower, eat something, and stuff like that. All of these things that I do, they're part of my routine. It's like if I don't get them done, I can't necessarily walk out of my apartment and go and do anything. I can't walk out of my apartment if I haven't brushed my teeth. I can't eat my food if I haven't brushed my teeth. I can't step out of the apartment if I didn't brush or take a shower, you know, stuff like that. And so I had to understand that when I'm thinking of balance and how to fit my spiritual life, with every other thing that's going on. there are essential things that I do every day and if I see my spiritual life as one of those essentials then it should almost be a no-brainer. I've learned also that balance is not about dividing my time equally between tasks. At first I used to think in order to have balance in my life I need to Split the things that I had to do or split my time 50 50 or equally across board. But that is not balance. Balance is finding your priorities and investing more time in that. Mm. So, investing more time into your priorities looks like being present and prioritizing quality over quantity. Yeah. So, when it came to how I was learning to balance my spiritual life with everything else that I had going on, so I'm not losing myself. I had to realize that even if it's just five minutes that I'm going to spend in prayer with God, it had to be quality five minutes, and I shouldn't be focused on just the quantity. And it's actually something I wanted to discuss with you, Tracy, that one thing i struggled with in the past was let's say last month i was able to maybe pray two hours a day consecutively
0: uh, <laughs> uh, brother, but then, i hate when people say this to me that's my my spiritual pet peeve
1: great i love that let's talk about it because i really used to struggle with that like maybe last month as i said i was able to pray two hours a day and then this month all i got is 10 minutes and then i feel like oh god i'm i'm retrogressing you know like i'm not being a good christian i'm not being a good daughter like i'm failing or i'm i'm basically the worst because i'm not able to put in that amount of time that i used to so i feel like i'm stagnated and i'm not able to grow in my spiritual life just because i got 10 minutes
0: right
1: can you talk to us about it
0: honestly you're not the only person i've heard this from i've heard it from numerous countless of people saying can you go can you go 24 hours in prayer like it's a competition no one is competing with you if you want to talk to god for 58 hours go ahead and do it but don't try to make people feel insignificant or make their walk feel like it is a part your walk because you're doing a hundred hours in prayer. You're doing a prayer Kudos to you. Kudos to you. And I really don't know where that idea is stemming from. Maybe it is being preached in the churches, not the church I go to, but in certain churches, it's being preached that you're supposed to talk to God for as many hours as you possibly can talk to him. You see that's the thing if you switch the word prayer for talking, are mm-hmm. you gonna can' you talk to your friend for seventy two hours consecutively? Think about it. I'll be tired. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie too. I will be tired. Even five hours, I'm tired. I can't even do two hours consecutively. Let's be for real. I will talk if if I have Joanna, Joanna and I can have long conversations on the phone, but
1: we have a lot of silent periods.
0: 80% of the time. As scrolling through the phone on the side or something. Like you can't I can't hold a conversation for two hours consecutively with a human being. So how holding that? Conversation for two hours and more with my creator it, I, ca- I cannot do it unless i feel like i have to but i cannot do it like it is not something i go into the prayer closet thinking that i need to talk to god for five hours before i have attained the purest form ever like i don't do that so yes, I'm so glad you brought it up. And I'm ranting a little bit by talking about it right now. I know I'm ranting, but mm-hmm. I it's just a pet peeve. I hate when people do that. I hate when people yeah. say that. I, I feel like for you need to start switching out the words and then think about it. Instead of saying prayer, say talking. And, 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 and see how absurd that sounds.
1: You got a point there, definitely. I think for me, when I was growing in my faith, that's when I started to understand this thing a bit more because I used to really beat myself up about two hours versus 10 minutes. Like, I would always compare. Oh, but during, for example, COVID, I was able to pray for, you know, two hours going on to three. But then, like, I can barely maybe hold an hour, 30 minutes right now. Like, does that mean I've not been able to grow spiritually? And, you know, just going back to compare all of the past times. But someone actually said something to me that I held on to. And they said, there are seasons in life. And every season does not look the same. In your relationship with God, it is not a religious Relationship. It it is not full of religious practices that you gotta pray for five hours a day or five hours a week, and that's what's gonna make you the best Christian. It's a relationship, and this is a little bit off, but myself and my family, we always talk on the phone, right?
0: And I realized
1: that last semester, for example, I had a lot more time, and so we would hold conversations for longer periods of time but right now that i have a lot more doing and so does my sister we're unable to have those long conversations even with tracy we don't always we don't talk as much as we used to because we have different responsibilities right now but we both understand what is going on and where we stand and so tracy's not gonna get mad that joe didn't stay on the call for three hours because That's how long she's been staying for the past couple months. Mm -hmm. You understand that I have responsibilities and I have other things going on. The most important thing is that I'm able to carve time and make time for you in my schedule to nurture the relationship and to keep it going. Mm -hmm. And so translating that into my relationship with God, it is more important for me to look at the quality of what I'm putting into my relationship with God mm-hmm. and if 10 minutes is all I got i rather utilize that 10 minutes rather than waste the 10 minutes complaining that I'm unable to pray for two hours because then I've not done anything and no communication in a relationship equals the relationship going downhill it's not going to work so that is when you're actually not growing as a Christian. right? So that's one thing that I learned and I've been using for the longest time because girl, it used to bother me. Like I will beat myself up that I'm not a good Christian cause I can't pray for long. <laughs> yeah. That is funny. So in this next segment, I want to talk a bit about the techniques one can incorporate into their routines to reduce stress and also to enhance balance in one's life. I know you mentioned that you plan. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that?
0: So I just started planning in recent months. It's been how many months since I started planning? Six-ish months? Yeah. Yeah, that's when I started planning and I am, no way near my point where I can put my thumb down and say, Yes, I am a planner 100%. I am still working on it. It's a progress. Okay. It's taking time. Okay. But it's still, I can see myself chipping at the ice a little bit and carving it out every single day. Yeah. So what I do is I have a journal and the night before, I will sit down and then I'll write the things I want to do for the next day. So um, I have businesses that I'm running. I have to create content for this business and create content for that business. And the days that we are recording the podcast, I have to record the podcast with Joanna. And the days that we are editing the podcast, I have to go in and edit the podcast for today. And a lot of people say they just like write it. I've heard people say they just write it down
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: do not attach a time to it. They just write it. But for me, I put times Mm -hmm. because I was a procrastinator. So I have to put times beside it. So I literally plan from the moment I wake up till the end. Mm -hmm. So my journal looks like have breakfast at this and that time do pilates at that and that time shower at this and that time brush your teeth at this and that time because as i said i had a problem with procrastinating so if i do not have it scheduled to a t it is going to affect me i'll have well, i'll have leisure in between and when i have leisure i'm going to fool i'm going to go back to my old ways so i have to have it arranged and then at the end i'm supposed to be done at so so and so time i try to let my day in at 9 p.m and so from 9 p.m downwards i know it is free time now i can sit i can scroll on my phone i literally have time scheduled for scrolling on my phone so get the work done mm-hmm. and then scroll on your phone for 30 minutes or listen to this podcast at this time while you're eating breakfast i have to have everything planned and detailed it is crazy but i have to do that that time of the month when i'm on my period i block out certain days so i do not have the routine it feels weird yeah and it's weird (laughs) but my whole body starts to like itch a little bit like yo I, i wish i could do something i wish i was doing something But then again, I can't do anything during that period. I have to block rest because I am on go, 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 go for the rest of the month. That the only time I have the rest is when I'm on my period. Yeah, that's what I do. I literally plan to a T how my day is gonna go. Mm -hmm. And then at the beginning of the month, I plan how my month is gonna go to a T And then I write all my goals, all my, literally it's planning for me. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. All
1: right. And I think definitely like that is one of the biggest keys to balance plan, like literally plan. For me, as I said, I've always been a planner, but what I would say I have been doing differently right now is exactly what Tracy said, putting times to things. Put in times to the activities because that way it kind of allows you to be held accountable to something. You're like, "Bruh, I said I was going to do this at nine and it's 9.15. The brain actually is a powerful organ because when you put down those times that I'm going to do this at this time, it is registered. And so your mind is definitely going to hold you accountable at that time that hey, you got something to do at this time. So if you're just sitting around not doing anything, literally your conscience will not set you free. You have to do it because you're like, I like what Tracy said. She's not just scheduling all of the activities and stuff and her responsibilities. She's scheduling her free time as well so that she knows that if I don't do this at this time, it's going to eat into my free time. And who doesn't want free time? I do. So... If I can get the stuff done when I need to get them done, then I know I'm definitely going to be enjoying my free time without having to think, oh, but I didn't do this and I didn't do that. So I'd say I 100% support what she said. Like That's what I've switched up in my planning lifestyle. <laughs> I put more times to it. And and to
0: add, I also mm-hmm. give myself punishments.
1: Wow, that's 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 a new one. Tell me more.
0: I have to punish my, so for example, if I say I'm going to do my, I'm, I'm supposed to work on my digital product mm-hmm. f- at this time. So there's a time block from 10 to 11. You should get one digital product out and it is 11 and I haven't got the digital product out. 10 minutes is going out of your free leisure time. So the leisure time that mm-hmm. you planned that you said, okay, I'm going to have leisure for 30 minutes is now 20 minutes. Wow. So then you're, I'm punishing. I have to, because if I, <laughs> I need to be strict on myself. Mm-hmm. That's the whole mm-hmm. point. And in agreement to what you said about the mind being a powerful organ, it is true. The brain is powerful. I tell myself that I'm going to... honestly i don't think i should attribute that entirely to my brain i feel like also my walk with christ has helped in that Mm -hmm. right because what happens is i tell the holy spirit that lord jesus i'm trying to wake up at so so and so time so i try try to wake up at nine every morning that is my routine at nine i'm up and i told the holy spirit that at nine i want to be up And at 9, I'm up. I'm up at 9. And there was this day that I was talking to Joanna. I slept late. I slept at 5. And I told Joanna that I want to wake up at 7 on that day. And I slept at 5. And as I was going to sleep, I was like, I'm not going to be able to wake up at 7. So I'm probably going to wake up at my usual night. That is going to be my punishment. I'm going to have four hours of sleep. That is the punishment. Mm -hmm. Tell me why when it was seven, the Holy Spirit woke me up. Ma'am, Miss Ma'am, you said you were going to be up at seven. It is seven. I said, no, I'm going to try to sleep. I really couldn't sleep. I kid you not. I couldn't sleep. So on that day, I had how many hours of sleep? I think like three-ish, two-ish hours of sleep. And I had to run my entire day on that two hours of sleep. That was my punishment. So when it was time for me to sleep, at the time I was supposed to sleep, no one told me to get in bed. I was in bed right on time because I knew the next day that I'm going to wake up at 7 again. So when it was time for me to go to bed, I was in bed, ready to sleep.
1: Wow. Now that's so profound, I should say. Like I haven't really heard. Someone say that. And I think that is what makes the journey of, you know, learning how to bring balance in in your life very unique. Because you know who you are and who you wear, you know the measures to put in place to assist you in getting that balance that you need in your life. Mm -hmm. Because on the flip side of being strict and punishing yourself, it's also giving yourself grace, which is what I was going to mention because for me i realized i was like go 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 and if i'm unable to take everything off on my to-do list i will literally stress myself out if you come and talk to me be like actually what's going on with you like i'll be really really stressed but i had to learn that it's okay if you're not able to get everything done that is why it's important to set priorities when you're making your plan and your goals, when you're setting all of that. Because if you have prioritized and you have basically been able to take off the most important things and maybe the things you weren't able to get to are less important on your priority list, it's okay. You can definitely make room, shift those around and get them done. But if you just start to stress yourself out because of one little thing you weren't able to do, is going to affect your effectiveness in the subsequent days. So I had to learn to give myself grace. So in addition to setting the goals, I think another thing that I'm starting to do now is set realistic goals. Bro, I'd be setting goals that when me, when I'm writing this, I'm like, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> like, this sounds like too much. This sounds like More than 24 hours in a day. And baby, you're not even up 24 hours a day. You're just up, like, what, 12 to 15 hours of the day? So let's be serious. You can't get this done. But I would tell myself I can get it done. And that's why I will beat myself up when I don't get it done. So I had to switch that up. Just set realistic goals. If it's just, and keep it pushing. Do today, do it.
0: Start small. Mm -hmm. I didn't jump into it from the get-go. I remember one thing I, I used to do. So before, when I'm done cooking and eating, I'll put my plates and my dishes in the sink.
1: Mm-hmm. I would
0: not wash the plates and the dishes till at the end of the night when I'm about to sleep. That's when you see me standing behind the sink. At, and I used to sleep at 1am, 2am, 3am, so you see me standing behind the sink at 2am washing dishes for the day. and When I started working on my procrastinating habit, I started with washing after every single meal. So immediately I'm done cooking and eating, I'm washing. So then I'm not piling up my dishes and my utensils. I'm not piling it up till the end of the day anymore. I'm washing it immediately, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Then for lunch, when I prepare my meal, when I'm done, wash it. For dinner, the same thing. So at the end of the day, when dinner is over, it's just so and so time, I know that my dishes are clean, my dishes are washed. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm laying on the bed at 10, preparing for sleep, I know that I don't have anything else to do. So that's how I started. I started with little, little habits that I could put the routine into. So have my routine for washing of dishes, and then I started to expand. It no longer was washing up dishes. It's expanded to, okay, so from Pilates, make sure to shower. And then after showering, you eat breakfast. And three activities that following a routine in a day. The rest of the day, you can have it, it. It was a mess. It was chaotic. But I took it one step at a time. So I started working from morning. I divided it in categories. So I had it in mornings, afternoons, and evenings. So I started from the mornings. And then when I felt like I had a hang on the mornings, I added the afternoons. And when I felt I had the afternoons, mm-hmm. then I added the evenings. And then when I thought I had it in check, I put everything together and started being stricter on myself.
1: No, that's amazing. That's amazing. Start small. That's a good advice. Start small because if it starts big, you go and crash. Well, another advice that I got from... I wish I remembered his name, but it was a podcast. Ali. Was it Ali? Maybe, I don't know. But it was during that dark time where I was desperately searching for solutions to my crushed planning life, (laughs) if I can call it that. But when I was searching for solutions to help me get back on track, one advice that I got from I believe it was a podcast actually it may not it may not have been elite but the guy said to treat everything that you have to do from a professional point of view he said be professional it's not everything in our lives that we have to do that we want to do a lot of the times we just don't want to do a lot of things which is okay but unfortunately we don't have the liberty to just sit and not do everything Or we don't have the liberty to choose the things that we want to do and do away with the things that we don't want to do or we don't feel like doing. What he said to do is to be professional. If you're at work and your boss says to get a proposal ready by 3 p.m. and it's 12 p.m., maybe you don't want to do that. Maybe that's going to disrupt your whole plan for the day that you got and even maybe the other jobs that you have to be on top of. But your boss said to do it. And in order for you to be a professional, you have to. So if you take that mentality and apply it to your life, it's not every day you wake up that you want to go to the gym. It's not every day that you wake up that you want to cook food. Sometimes you don't even know the food you want. (laughs) Let's be serious. But there are a lot of things that we wish would rather not. But if we put on our professional caps we're gonna say regardless of how i feel i'm gonna get this done Mm -hmm. and just get it done and the earlier you get it done the better because it's out of the way and now you can have the time to do whatever it is that you want to do
0: someone said and i don't know how far that is true because it doesn't resonate with me but probably will resonate with someone else on here but someone said it takes more energy to avoid the routine and avoid the work than it does to do the work and do the routine.
1: I kind of see where the person is coming from with that analogy because when you're not doing it and you're pushing it off to this side, it's like you spend your time not even enjoying that free, quote unquote, free time that you got. Mm-hmm. You're rather obsessing and stressing over Oh, you know, but I need to do this and you're wasting your time and you, the free time that you thought you may have had, you have wasted it, mm. you should have just done it and actually enjoy the rest of your time. The last thing that I want to say is self-care. For me, at first I used to think self-care was a selfish thing to do, but it absolutely is not. You need to know when to take a break to pause, to recoup, rejuvenate, and come back. And self-care looks like multiple different things. It's like, literally, sleep is even self-care. Sometimes you are stressed and you feel like there's no balance in your life, not because of anything, it's just because you haven't had enough sleep. <laughs> so just close that laptop and sleep. <laughs> no, for real, just sleep. Because the brain, it's an energy-loving organ right so if there's no energy for their brain then everything the brain we all know that it controls your entire system like your entire body and your functioning your executive functioning for example right and so if your brain is not getting the energy that it needs then the engine of the machine is faulty so it's not gonna work so just close your eyes and sleep and let your body rejuvenate and by the time you come back, you'll be like, oh, I got so much energy to do this. Like the way you were feeling, like, you know, this and that. And... Baby, you'll be back on track. So sleep is a form of self-care. <laughs> Trey, you got to talk. Yeah, You're laughing, but you know it's true, right?
0: True. You got to sleep. You got to sleep. Because if you don't sleep, you'll be exhausted. And if you're exhausted, your brain cannot function at 100%. So you need to sleep.
1: Exactly. It's going to trickle down. So just sleep and don't feel bad. Another form of self-care that I realized that I came to appreciate is prayer. When you pray, you're actually catering to your spiritual health, right? And it is also a different aspect of health as an individual. So you know how we have our physical health, we go to the gym, we feed our bodies, we do this and this and this and that to keep ourselves in good shape that is a form of self-care there's also spiritual health and you also need to keep that and how do you do that by communicating with god through his word through prayer through worship you know all of that we all know that so please prayer is also a form of self-care take that time to pray to god to ask for help to spend time with him and to grow your spiritual health as well finally
0: I've said before Uh that everything is spiritual. Mm -hmm. Everything you see right now is spiritual. I want you to keep that in your mind every single day, every single hour, every single second, that everything is spiritual. And I cannot stress on this. I cannot emphasize it enough. Every single thing is spiritual. So if you want to attain something, you have to attain it in the spiritual before you can attain it in the physical. So if your spiritual is lacking, you're not going to get it in the physical. Trust.
1: And that's on period. Thank you. Another thing, I think the last thing I want to say for healthcare is spending time with people that bring the best in you. You can be so stressed and overwhelmed and feel like I'm just so over it. But then you call that one person, that one friend or whoever that person is to you and you actually have a good laugh or a wholesome conversation that literally takes that burden off of you, and then you see you're able to get back on track. So, talk to people that bring out the best thing. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, we've said a lot. It's been a good one. But before we wrap up, Trey, I think we should throw out a challenge. Sure. I really like what you said about starting small. So, we can leave our listeners with a practical challenge of starting small maybe just take 10 minutes of your day to just do something that will go towards boosting or enhancing the balance in your life for tracy it was starting with her dishes Mm -hmm. for someone else it looks like something different for me it was putting times to my plans. Mm -hmm. Do this at 5 a.m., do this at 6. That was the little change I had to make. So next week, we will check in. And want to hear from you guys as well. What change you made, what little change you made in order to bring balance into your life?
0: Yeah. I just wanted to add, as everyone is starting out, irrespective of your place wherever you are with the whole routine balance thing i just wanted to say that you need to give god something he can bless you there is blessing in consistency there is blessing in routine and there is blessing in balance if you do not give god the opportunity so for example you say i want to be the best baker in the entire universe and you keep praying yes everything is spiritual and you keep praying to the holy spirit keep praying to god that i want to be a baker please make me a great baker and there is nothing that he can bless you in he cannot pinpoint something he'll bless you on then the prayer isn't working if he means getting up in the morning at a certain time and then practicing the cakes how to bake the cakes every single day for a period of time then he has something to bless you in because then he's seeing the work that you are doing the consistency you are doing is going it has to be rewarded Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that's when he can bless you so you have to find you have to give god something he he can bless you with Mm -hmm. so actually I will tell you this, enjoy the routine as well. Enjoy the routine. Enjoy it all and give God something he can bless you with. Absolutely. Give God something he can bless you with.
1: Right, right, right. That's amazing. I think for me, the one thing that I'm really taking from all of this is how incredible our spiritual lives basically are anchor are like the cornerstone of our well-being because out of all of these things we keep saying like you got to do this you got to do that but if your spiritual life is not in check if you don't allow God to help you go through it you're going to fall off and so you need to always get back to that place with your creator and to nurture that relationship and see how your life falls into place beautifully. Right, seek him first. You said that, right, that's so true. Seek him first and every other thing shall be added. Wow, that's the scripture for the pod for this episode. (laughs) Yeah, seek him first, seek him first, that's so true.
0: I wish everybody the best in the little steps, the big steps and then the continuation for those that are continuing to advance your life and to make your life better. 2024 is almost here. And trust me, just doing these things, you are setting your, your 2024 up to be different from your
1: 2023. 100%. I echo that statement. <laughs> I echo that statement. That's so true. Yeah. So remember, guys, you're not alone on this journey. We're not there yet. We're all learning. Be patient with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, the journey is unique to everyone. So you got to know yourself and you have to do what works for you. Seek help if necessary. Talk to someone, learn from people, allow God to help you navigate this life of balance. Alright, guys, it was awesome talking to you today. And I hope that you learned a thing or two from this episode. I hope it blesses you. And I hope that you're going to make the necessary steps to improve on your life. Take care. And may the peace of God,
0: which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and mind in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Until next time. <laughs> Bye.